This is totally not the second time we had to start recording because the, the settings were screwed up. Pretend nothing happened. But our PSA is do not, and I repeat, do not dye your hair in a public bathroom. I'm going to say, I said it once and I'll say it again. I don't care if you think you can do it and you'll be good. Don't dye your hair in a public bathroom. You will not do as well as you think you would. That's all I have to say on that. That's, uh, that totally isn't because we have, it, we both of us had kind of a day. It's nope. been a day, all right. <laughs> oh, I was going to lie about, through my teeth for it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Skeleton Crew Podcast. Bring your host, Strauss and Sardo. I'm Strauss. Hi. That's Sardo. We've had a, we've Sardo. Had a combined day. <laughs> so, anyway, today's going to be a bit different because we didn't have, we, we haven't watched anything recently or... We could have talked about how we finished Persona 5 Strikers last night, but eh, we're good. I mean, it was good. It was it was it was a good game, but I I don't I don't feel like I have a lot to say about it. I mean, I think part of the problem is it's that it's like not that long and it's a lot of it is it's like things are better with some of its messaging and its theming. Uh, the one thing I'll say is that Strauss, you really need to stop just presenting me with games that give me new husbands. I, I think at this point you know that you're enabling me, and I appreciate it, actually. I, I'm gonna, not going to say it. I'm a, like a textbook enabler. You you are. You're very good at it. Uh, Zenkichi is my other husband. I like him very much. Uh, He's such a dork. That's all I have to say on that. <laughs> Zenkichi, like, call me. <laughs> call me Hasegawa, Inspector Hasegawa. Please. I'm no longer... it's a good game. No, you're like, I'm no longer asking. <laughs> I am no longer asking. I am demanding. <laughs> but yeah, no, good game. We liked it. And honestly, I mean, as a Muso, it's not quite a Muso. It's, that's kind of interesting. Though it's not the first collaboration between Atlas and... Uh... Tecmo. It's not. Yeah, it would be the Wido games, which I need to play because all their covers look fucking awesome. They do. They they're like, oh, who told? Why does no one tell me that these covers exist? But instead, we're gonna talk about something a bit different today. And Sardo, yeah. do you remember what that was? Because I know when I said it, it was late at night, you were tired, had a had a bit of an emotional day, and it was like one a.m. for me. <laughs> I do remember it was kind of like the weird ways that we've gotten into the things that we're into now. Yes. Right? Yes, it is. Because I feel like we've talked about it a little bit here and there. But there are many ways to get into the things that you love. And we're just going to talk about some of the funny ones that we got into. Because, like, some of them are obvious. Like, oh, I was introduced to this as a child. Which is like... Okay, here's a good question. Sorry, what were if you were to say, what were like three movie things that like define your childhood? Uh, first one was pivotal. It was the Princess Bride. Okay, uh, that got me into a lot of my current day interests. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can confirm. You're, you you you're really can into you can bald Sicilian men <laughs> who make a your life and death arrangements. <laughs> Oh, that guy's really cool, though. Oh, what's his name? He is. I never remember the actor's name. Oh, uh, I know it's Vasili is the character's v name. Vicini, Vicini. 
I am. But that's not the actor's name. Vicini. Um. Oh, I'm looking it up. Uh, what, what were the other two? Um, the other two were probably. Oh yeah, Wallace. Wallace, Mi- Wallace Michael Sean. Yeah. yeah. Cool Wallace Sean's a really cool guy, actually. He's like studied studies economics and like goes. Actually, this stuff is bullshit. Yeah. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. Um, the other things. Oh yeah, he's in my dinner with Andre. I I guess maybe not movie wise, but like Sailor Moon was also huge right, for right. a lot of reasons. Um, I remember once in middle school, my mom vocally being afraid that me watching Sailor Moon would turn me into a lesbian, which is funny now for so many reasons. Um, I mean, mom, it didn't turn me into a lesbian. I am I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> didn't turn you into a lesbian. <laughs> It did. It, it did make you very bi, though. Yes, uh, it did. Of which, real quick, who's your favorite Sailor Scout? Um, I'm gonna say of the main ones, it was it was Mars. It was it was Miss Ray Hino. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I'm not all of them. You know, I know I, all of them. You, I'm gonna ask you. Take a wild guess. Which one you think is my? Uh, actual I'm gonna favorite. guess her name is Haruka, and she's really tall, and she's Sailor Jupiter. No, not Sir Jupiter. Uh, uh, Uranus. Yeah. And you uh, you are correct. You uh, are correct. Uh, 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 why does every queer AFAB person I know always pick the same one? You you are all a hive mind in this one regard. Because she's fucking good. Okay, now I want to... Guess which one was mine? Because you're probably going to be wrong. Um, I'm going to say Sailor Mercury. That is a really good guess. She is one of... She's in the top three, but actually... It's Sailor Neptune. Little Telmo herself. Really? Yeah. I mean, oh. this was, I mean, it, you, aesthetic-wise, I, I, the reason why, the, despite the really weird shit that happens to this one character, and it is weird, mm-hmm. as you know, uh, for it's mostly because she was, to me, she was, because I know these characters are, like, only 14 to, like, 16, <laughs> Right. But, you know, that's when that was old to you. So little 10-year-old Strauss saw, like, the small one that wasn't super small. I'm like, oh, she's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that's that's about the age I was when I got into Sailor Moon. It's like I was, like, little little 10-year-old Sardo. Yeah. Now, mind you, also Sailor Jupiter as well. She's fun, too. That was my other guess. I, I have I, I'm I'm both very obvious, but I do throw curveballs every once in a while. You do. That was surprising. I I, I like knew you weren't gonna it. answer. It makes I... se- it it also explains how I got into Yuffie first because she was also the youngest. And I was like, oh, she's the one closest to me. That that makes sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It doesn't always um, make sense, but not, my not, my not other... Miss Maria Tachibana herself from Soccer Wars. <laughs> that one was just like, oh yeah. A depressed Russian woman. <laughs> Clearly, that's a Strauss girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at her and it explains way too much. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, for me, think... my three was uh, as I always joke: it's Star Wars, Godzilla, and Jackie Chan were the three things. Very, very good all around. Oh, my my third. I don't think I mentioned my third. My oh. third was Kill Bill. Yeah, I, I didn't watch that as a kid. That, that was high school. <laughs> Okay, so I, question, I like, are you a big ardent defender of part two? Eh. Because I am. Mostly because... I mean, 
No, I have to tell you this. My friend Eric and I in high school, that was like we would watch movies together, sometimes with our friend Harrison. And one of the ones we really loved was because Pai Mei would go around and go, ha, 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 and throw his beard over his shoulder. And we would oh, yes. do that all the time, which is like, that's that that's why Kill Bill Part 2 is great. You need to watch, see Pai Mei be the worst person. You Bitch, know, you poisoned my fish heads. <laughs> there's times where I think it's really sad and fucked up that we didn't get to, like, experience adolescence as like IRL friends and this is one of them. Oh you oh man, you would have loved being in high school. I'm not sure you would like to high school me. But my high school I don't think you would have liked me. high school me either, but Yeah, well uh, that is But anyway, so yeah, those like those are the things you watched as a kid. So like why you got into them makes sense. Yeah. Because they're, like, nostalgic or the things you were introduced to by other people. We're talking about, like, once you grow up past the point of where you got into things because someone introduced them to you or somebody, like, you're trying to, like, because your friends were into them or because people you thought were cool were into them and they liked this stuff, so you tried it. What was just shit you stumbled into in the wild, basically? <laughs> hmm trying to decide what's because like one of the one of the ways when we were kids by the way was like netflix back when you ordered dvds ah yes so you would buy individual dvds for like anime series because that's how you used to have to watch these things <laughs> oh that's how the, I watched, the other that's how i watched way too much love hina <laughs> Ugh. i understand um, no, I, I, that I was feeling, also i have a feeling this is a mutual statement <laughs> Yes, all that, that, and, um, this, this wasn't, th thank fucking God this wasn't, like, quite a childhood, childhood discovery, but that was, that was Elf and Lead for me, <laughs> which, again, I feel explains so much. It explains too much, and I think it all, because, like, uh, like, Mononoke for me was, like, something my friend Eric introduced to me, actually, mm -hmm. and I thought it was cool as fuck. Yeah. And, uh, I, I would, I, I have it on my shelf now. <laughs> Mononoke is really good. <laughs> yeah, I would say the big one for me was, like, the biggest stumble in the wild to keep this, like, in stuff that we've already talked about was, like, I just stumbled into Yakuza by chance. Damn. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's like Zero came out, and I'm like, oh, this looks neat. People are talking about it, so I gave it a shot. And uh, brain uh, many brain worms later... Here we are. <laughs> and yeah, I I was recommended Yakuza through a friend, and I am eternally grateful to that friend for doing so because it you is. Want to give any shout out so, to this friend, or is this a friend you you're not? Or, or is this oh no, no, this is this is a friend I am still friends with. Um, oh no, I was gonna yeah. say uh, not that friend you want to mention in a way that it's like I don't want them to, to someone to come back and like bug them about things i will just say that um it's it's a friend that's that's still very near and dear to me and and we still we still chat pretty regularly and i owe them a lot for getting me into yakuza so huh. i i have a i just have a slightly personal policy if it's someone who is a username first i go by their first name mm -hmm. like my friend jessica 
Yes. If I'm going to refer to my friend Jessica, and she knows who she is. She was at my wedding representing my friend group because she was the only Aww. one who could physically. Well, she she lives not that far from where I live. So it was just a car drive for her, like a few hours. It, it was just like, point is, I refer to her as Jessica instead of her username because you could try a first name like Je- Jessica's a pretty common name. Right. A username, not so much. Yeah, but but uh, but shout out to this friend. If if they hear this, they know who they are because they they were the one who really pushed me. Like, hey, you might like this. When I gave also Yakuza Zero a try, and I'm so glad that I did. <laughs> uh, six years later, and both of us were like, "This is irreversibly done damage to my life." <laughs> I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> Probably not. I already spent all the money. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've bought more Samurai Warriors merch than I bought Yakuza merch. <laughs> That's fair. Speaking of Samurai Warriors, I got through that via playing Hyrule Warriors the first time. Hmm. Getting hooked and then playing a bunch of other stuff. I used to, What it used to be, my friend uh, Bilo and I would play NBA mm-hmm. 2K. And when we finally got done with that, because we were either like were satisfied or took too many L's, we would switch over to Warriors Orochi 3. Because that nice. has a multiplayer component. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. We should do that sometime. We should. Because we can actually um, do that. We could. Oh, you you want to know how I got into Koei Warriors? This Go is very it. funny. Um. An old friend of mine actually was like Frederick. His his name is Brian. Brian's a very very nice man. But Brian was like, Hey, Sardo, um, take a look at this character. Uh they're from they're from this Dynasty Warriors game. I think you'd really like him. And wild fucking guess which character that was. I think it's Gia Shu. It was Guo Huai. Oh, I, it was it, 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 I, okay because I've known you long enough to know which ones your like your quote unquote muse for this series. So it was it, it was one of those two. It was Guo Huai. It was this Sickly this man. skinny, pale, sad-looking man, and I'm like, oh yeah, I do think I'd like that, and. Here we are. <laughs> Many hundreds of dollars spent later. And and it's just like, I, to this day, it's like, I, I lose track of how many friends just call me the fuck out like that. And it's accurate every time. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the worst about that because I know immediately. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> well, like, you know, it, I feel like when you know someone long enough, you can tell their type. Yeah. And uh, it's, I, I'm like that with my friend Claire. Like, I know what, like, what, which, like, girl character she gravitates to as, like, her favorites. Like, for some people, it's sometimes a bit more, like, difficult for, like, it, it depends. Because some characters, it's, like, very gender specific how yes. targeted their type is. Like, for you, for men, it's down to three types of characters. We were literally just talking about this. We, we, we just discussed this. 
And it's like, if they're not crusty, soggy, or big, then it's a surprise. <laughs> and it's it's usually one of the first two categories. <laughs> well, the big one is like a subsect of both the other two. Usually the first one of soggy. Yeah. Usually your crusty boys aren't that big, but sometimes like you really like it. You know, Yakuza has a lot of big boys that you like. Yeah. Like, you love your Sejima. I love Sejima. He's a great boy. And he's big. And he's more fluffy. You also like fluffy. I, I do enjoy fluffy. But that's more of like, Krusty and fluffy could be the same at the same time. That's more of like a added bonus. Like Majima. And, and I think that's, that's one of the... <laughs> the crustiest boy it's... alive. He's, he's just a crusty little white dog. <laughs> Despite being most... played by a cat, he's a crusty white dog. He's one of those little crusty white mixed breeds that lives forever. Just constantly trembling. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's the thing. We've been friends long enough, and that's almost a decade, for those wondering. It's been a time you, you learn like what certain people gravitate towards and you're like you do this to me too because you know when it's a girl that i will like immediately i do because <laughs> we, we were talking about speaking of yakuza the, the new girl is chitose and i i i love her look by the way we should just mention that i think her look is fantastic <laughs> and i saw her and and i just it, thought it's like that's no, a straw you said squirrel. It. You said it to me. You didn't think it. I you did. Out there was no thought. I, you did it immediately. Uh, I also thought it, but I, yes, I said you, it no, to you the, first. No, I thought about it. It's like you took time to really think about it. It's like, no, you, you instantly said it and you were correct. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, uh, this is not about me being mad. This is me pointing out that you did not think it. You knew it immediately. No, and you... Yeah, straw squirrels by and large, and there's there there are definitely subgenres of this, but oh, but yes. the overwhelming kind of straw squirrel is, and I think that this is turning into kind of like us talking about our types, which I'm not mad about at all. Uh, but it's, um, it's part of it. It's it's part of it. I like to widely categorize the character archetype you enjoy as sporty spice. You you love a sporty spice. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I guess if we're going by Spice Girls rules only. <laughs> but you, you, you like kind of like a like a peppy tomboy who's like you know. No, I also like mean ones too, and ones with problems. <laughs> yes, yes, but, you do. I mean, you're not wrong because when everyone was was watching Kill a Kill and was like. Oh, Sasuke's a hot one. I'm like, no, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking the main character. I, I'm, I'm, I'm walking away here. Of course. They're sisters, and they're great. They are. And see, I was, I was a little more partial to uh, the, the little pink bitch myself. <laughs> Once again, crusty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's like there's, there's ways to tell. Because it's because the reason why I don't want to talk about things, and this is kind of goes back to the point of things that was recommended to you simply just by friends in the normal way. Because the, the the Brian story is different. Because there's like, hey, I got your type is definitely a good way to get into things. The idea of like 
stuff suggested to you by friends? Because there's stuff I suggested to you that we've watched. Oh, yes. That you've been very into. And I'm proud of that fact. As you should be. I have this thing known as taste. You do. I'm not going to say it's great. good. Oh, Hey, K-Story is wonderful. Go, go watch it. This is once again us saying, please watch this. I'm begging you to watch this. I am done asking. I'm demanding. <laughs> but I think the stuff that you find on your own, especially in your youth, kind of hits different. It's, it's stumbling into that sword and the stone in the middle of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and like an, another one of like, because like so, some things that were really popular, I was never very into. Mm. Like I was never into Harry Potter. I was never into uh, like Naruto. Well, I I I I was probably the smart one of enjoying Naruto so vicariously through fan artists who constantly complained about fandom bullshit. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I mean, as all of them seem to basically agree that like God, this took a downhill turn at some point. <laughs> and why is there? I got a good one from childhood though. Oh. So, when it comes to Dragon Ball as a whole, I want you to guess, how, what do you think I associated with? I don't know. I, I, know, I know you don't know, because I'm about to tell you. <laughs> tell, well, tell me what it is. Well, fine. We're, we're not going to play this game, I see. <laughs> um, the answer is Summer Vacation. Okay. Because growing up, I didn't have Cartoon Network. We, I had, like, four channels. One of them was, like, Fox, which was, like, the, one of the public channels. Like, mm -hmm. uh, at, what at the time was, I believe, which was Warner Brothers. And then Nickelodeon. Those were, like, the kids' channels. And also, what, what is now the CW, but used to be known as UPN. Mm -hmm. And, uh, obviously, PBS, because we all had PBS. I remember PBS. I love PBS. I mean, you should still remember PBS. It's not dead. It's public broadcasting. It's literally, we can't get rid of it. It's and thank God for that. It's paid for by the government. But yeah, so it's like, so for me, like going on summer vacation to like Michigan or basically not at home was where mm -hmm. I watched a lot of like Dragon Ball Z growing up. Okay. Cause until we, we everyone got Cartoon Network and, and the uh, TV got replaced by one that actually had access to more channels. No, one of these TVs was from the seventies. <laughs> it had a knob. Uh. That's all the TV was. It had a knob. That's a very old TV. And it had a uh, wood paneling. <laughs> well, oh, fake my grandma wood had one of those. Well, fake wood paneling, but yes. Ooh, another fun one for me is I got really into really old piston engine aircraft from the Second World War. Huh. That one's from my grandfather. Because he liked, he liked building models and painting old, like, craft. He did for cars too, but like planes, boats, all that stuff. He liked doing that stuff, and that was always really fun. Hmm. Shout out to old man Edwin. 
Hell yeah, old man, Edwin. Mr. Schwartz. <laughs> That's my grandpa. I have his old I have his old army jacket, actually. That's so cool. He gave it to me ages ago. And I still I wear I the only reason why I don't wear it anymore is because like all the patches started falling off, and I'm like, no, I that ruins it. Yeah, you don't want to ruin it. No, no. It, it, like, hey, that glue lasted like 50 plus years, so you know what? Well done. It, it, it did a good job. Back in the day, you managed to succeed. I still wear it from time to time when I get the chance. It's just, you know, the name's falling off, the old patch is falling off. I need to find out where that patch went off to. I want to mm. put it back. I want to put it back on. Because, like, why not? You got any other ones that you want to have any fun stories of getting into things in weird ways? I guess, I mean, and and I've I've talked about this before. I know I have discussed this at length before, so I apologize for, like, repeating myself. But, like, okay, so Princess Bride was, like, one of my big things. But just in general, like, I got really, really intensely into swashbucklers, like, at the, at the end of elementary school, like... Zorro and Three Musketeers and it's like I begged my parents to let me take up fencing and to their credit they let me they they found a place in town that gave fencing lessons and I learned and I'm to this day I'm actually pretty good at it I'm I'm not like amazing but I I know what I'm doing uh, I'm predominantly a saber fencer but I have a question I, yes have you ever seen the original Mark of Zorro movie? Yes, I have. Have you ever seen it in a theater? No, I've never been so lucky. I have. Ah. Uh, it, it, this is just a suggestion for the peoples. If you mm. ever want like a good time, look up when the San Francisco Silent Film Festival is at. Okay. Because it's usually in the middle of the... Uh, summer like june because i used mm -hmm. to work for them so i got so I, well I, I did volunteer work i didn't get paid no that's so really I got, cool i got i got so i got free tickets so what, what you wanted to do i let's see i've seen three movies uh, over the three like two years i worked there i saw two mm -hmm. one year i saw my first year i saw the mark of zora star, starring Dudley, douglas fairbanks senior Mm -hmm. which is really fun be because that one with orchestra pit but like organ the way it was meant to be seen cool and as the hell other one i saw was the canadian mm -hmm. which i would not be surprised if you've never heard of because <laughs> i've been looking for information on this movie for years as you can probably tell google searches for the canadian movie it's not very fruitful probably not because it's a 1926 film from like hmm. way back it stars uh thomas megan and mona palma it's like it's an old ass movie it's about a farmer hmm. it, it's I also saw uh, one of Hitchcock's silent film movies, Downhill. Because they had, like, Hitchcock here. 
Right. Really fun. So cool. You would definitely, uh, if you're ever in San Francisco in like the summertime, make sure you look up when that's happening because it's at the old Castro Theater downtown in the Castro District. You would love it. Uh, I might have to uh, take some vacation time and do that because that seems like something I would really enjoy. Definitely tell me when because I would probably go join you for that because it's been a while. Oh, yeah. Also because me doing that is very easy because I don't have to pay for lodging back home. That's that's a definite benefit. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very easy to go back home for me because it's like, hey, mumsy, hey, dadsy, I would like I'm coming home for a bit to do some Ma, stuff. Papa. Ma, papa. Well, it depends. Sometimes I call it, sometimes the Spanish comes in because I'm not that English in any real way. Mm-hmm. I might not even be English at all as far as I know. Yeah. So it, it, instead of being mom, mama, papa, it's like mama, <laughs> padre, <laughs> padre. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it, usually just dad. <laughs> but but uh, I, yeah, that's that's a I, fun thing. Highly recommend. I I that. have like a bone deep obsession with swashbucklers. It was like I think one of baby's first hyperfixations and it's never really gone okay. away this, this i is another follow-up question to that who's your favorite zoro oh shit because um, to me there's three there's the original douglas fairbanks you have tyrone yes. power right from the 40s and then for you and me i'm guessing yours is antonio banderas <laughs> that is that is my answer i because that's your Zorro. That's my Zorro. That's the Zorro that I grew up with. <laughs> but I love the other ones too. It's just Antonio Banderas is he's my he's my guy. <laughs> he's your guy. And I just like that's that's always kind of been what cool is to me and I think that explains a lot and why I'm so deeply uncool <laughs> but <laughs> i assure you liking antonio banderas does not make you deeply uncool i i just he's i uh, you know he is he is and he's he's also really good at like a wide variety of roles too <gasps> he is except for ballistics x versus sever that movie's really bad yes uh, i've watched it <laughs> i i try to forget that i've ever seen that movie <laughs> i haven't I'll never forget. Let's see what else. Um, for me, anything else that's really fun that I got into in a weird fashion? Let's see. What am I? What's? Wh- where's my hyperfixations on? I mean, I can't really say any history thing because that's just me spending way too much time in the library as a nerd. You and me both, dude. <laughs> Well, you literally work in one. You would be living the dream if it wasn't work. <laughs> if I didn't have to do the work part of my job, it'd be great. But yeah, it's sort of... Because I think like the most of the ways people get into something is via their friends. Like, someone will recommend something to you or like you're part of a book club. Like, a book series you get recommended easy to get into that like it's a, like I, so basically right here's the one for the audience 
if you want to comment on, on any of our videos, which if you don't, that's fine. Or if you want to tweet at us, or if you're my mom, you'll, you'll directly text me because you have that ability to do that. Because you're my mom, and you pay for my phone plan. <laughs> I mean, she's always been paying for my phone plan, I, I, ever <laughs> since I got that phone. <laughs> Ages ago. Like 20 years ago when I had that phone. <laughs> and you took half of my phones because you kept breaking yours. This is true, by the way. That's a true fact. So my mom. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Several times, actually. But but question for the audience. Yeah. How, what's some of the weird ways you got really into something? Because, like, for us, it's like, oh, I was on vacation. Or actually... Or I found, like, a really cool piece of art. I was curious where it's from. Is there anyone like that for you, actually? Um. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Um. I, I think probably... This, this is, like, the, the weirdest kind of association. Because, like, I don't know how point A led to point B. Mm-hmm. But when I was, when I was about fifth grade, very little baby Sardo, and I was, I was hardcore into Neopets, as a lot of people my age probably were at, at that time. Um, somebody on like one of the, the Neopets message boards had part of a Russell Edson poem in in their like um signature line and it's like oh that's kind of cool who's that and i got really into russell edson's poetry i'm i'm not like a big poetry person but it's like i think one of my favorite writers and i i learned about him through fucking neopets of all things <laughs> neopets neopets taught me a lot actually it's kind of weird it, it taught me that the economy is a lie and that scientologists are everywhere that's true <laughs> but, um, let's see, what else? Um, I got into Dark Souls because I initially bought it and thought it was super neat, and then I was, like, mm -hmm. dating someone, and we started playing together for, like, very brief period of time in college, and I'm like, well, uh, uh most of the games later, here I am. <laughs> Hi, um, th this is now something that I I've been all these things at least once. And here Dark I am. Souls is a great thing to get into. Just beautiful games. Mm. Great spin-offs. I'm planning to get Sardo deep in, into the Warhammer weeds. I I will go willingly. I'm I'm intrigued. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got so many memes to go over. Uh, I'll take notes. I'm I'm interested. Oh, we got so many. You you are going to learn all of the memes, Sardo, because I first got into that as a very small kid as you do uh mm -hmm. because i like there there was like the metreon which is like this shopping center in san francisco had a games workshop vendoring shop thing it, they had a shop basically yeah and i bought like a starter pack i tried to make the models with my granddad with my grandpapa who i did not call that we called him guy actually and i only recently huh. learned how that happened <laughs> the, the the short answer uh, it's my older sister's fault. Okay. She mispronounced it first, and then it just went from there. I. 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, they did not turn out great because I did not know what I was doing. And I'm, I'm kind of glad I didn't get into the full-on hobbyist side of it because they get expensive. That's that's very pricey. Yeah. It's actually um, Warhammer adjacent, but I, I got into this kind of through just like being way too unsupervised on the internet and like lots of like image board surfing up really got into kingdom death for a while i never played the game because like I, I i didn't have money then and i don't have money now but have you ever heard of kingdom death yeah i have it's uh is it a mech one no it's um it's it's kind of fantasy based but it's like it's a tabletop thing there's like a million little plastic figures you can buy yeah, for I it. I'm just trying to remember which one it is because there's so many of these like little minis. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to send you some of the art from it because like the art is really good and the I, art I was what you need me. to send me the art. I'm looking at the figures <laughs> and oh wow, oh these are great. You can understand why I'd like oh, this. Oh no, these look awesome. It's just that. Uh, and much like most wargaming things, they get extremely expensive very fast. Yeah, and again, it's like, I, I never played it. I just, like, got really into the lore and, like, looking at pictures. Because it's like, wow, that monster has, like, the head of a carnivorous fish and its sides are covered in boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the kind of monster design you got. And it's And it's really good. It's great. And, and that is an actual monster I'm describing, by the way. I'm not just making oh, yeah. that. <laughs> I, 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 I was looking at stuff. I believe you. Um, let's see. Uh, what's another one? I got super into StarCraft by accident. But like the original StarCraft. Oh. And then Blizzard killed it by not releasing StarCraft 2 until I was in high school. Fucking Blizzard. That was, a de that was over a decade of us waiting. And my friend, once again, he goes back to my friend Eric, made sure that the three of us wanted to play, who wanted to play StarCraft 2 totally did. Then I didn't play more mm -hmm. of it because, well, fuck you, Blizzard. <laughs> Fucking Blizzard. I remember when we all were super into Overwatch, for, speaking of Blizzard. I, I remember those few happy days playing Overwatch. And the only reason I played Overwatch is because I, I had a friend who was... Willing, willing to play with me consistently, so I, I didn't was it Craig? absolutely hate my life. Was it Craig? Because I know we both have, we're both friends with Craig. Oh, Craig, Craig, Craig also. Because yeah. um, I know Craig was, I played Overwatch with Craig, and I know I played it with Egg too. Yes, Egg, Egg also. But but Craig, Craig and Egg, that's, that's funny, Craig, Craig and Egg. I know, Craig and Egg, two different people, but, trust us. But... And also, like, shout out to Craig in general, because yeah. Craig is just, like, cool one of the dudes of all time. Well, very, very I cool guy. A while, but I run into him, like, in many different ways all the time. Yeah. By accident. It's like, oh, hey, Craig. It's like, wait a minute, you again? I'm like, yeah! You'll never escape! Yeah. <laughs> You're here forever! But, like... Overwatch was definitely that game that was only fun if you had a buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's why I stopped playing it was because it, it was like really fun when I was playing with people relatively consistently. 
And this isn't like how like I play sports games with my buddy Pilo, where like for us it's like oh it's like me and the boys type of thing. Mm-hmm. It was like I'd play it briefly and be like, "This is fun." I the only time I ever got like angry messages on any multiplayer platform was via Overwatch, <laughs> proving that the teenager on Xbox Live, the twelve year old on Xbox Live, will call you a slur. Very real. Very yes. Real. Definitely I, so. I just laughed. I'm like, how he was like, fuck you. And I'm like, eh, fuck off. <laughs> I won. I don't care. <sighs> but what was so funny about it, and, and you, you'll agree with me, it's just like we were all into Overwatch for like one for like seven months. Yeah. And now we only look at uh, Overwatch porn when it comes out. Cause that's all I ever see of it anymore. <laughs> it's like, I don't know who any of these characters are. Apparently some people want to fuck them. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I get it. They still, that's look, valid. They still look good. <laughs> they do. It's like, it, yeah, absolutely. I watched you, you get railed in a lovingly crafted animation. That is way too good. Good for this to be done for a blizzard character. Well, like, by and large, I'm just not a big FPS person, especially, like, online multiplayer. <laughs> I'm not either, because I've learned that I'm really not super good at them. Well, okay, Me actually, I- I'm I'm very good at the team-based ones, because I'm the one person who's like, oh, I should go do the objective. As I always joke, I always finish in the top ten because I do my job well. <laughs> we need you and... to do support. You got it. You need to heal. You got it. Can you just stand here for five minutes? All right. <laughs> Okie doke. I'm very good at... It, it's always so funny because, like, the team deathmatch once, I die immediately. I'm a drag. But it's like, no, capture a point. You got it. It's a shame and I never I... gotten... Splatoon should have been the one that, that was right for you, Sardo. It's like, you don't even have to aim. You just have to aim down. <laughs> It's like, and that's why I've always played healers, not because I'm especially invested in the well-being of my team, but because I'm bad at aiming. <laughs> and, well, after a while, you learn to not be invested into the well-being of your teammates. Because most of them suck, except if they're my friend, in which case they're, well, they're no, really the, good. Well, no, the answer is, unless you can talk to them directly, you're like, you will die. I'm not helping you. Goodbye. It's like... Okay, go fuck yourself. Have a nice day. <laughs> the, the the first rule of play of running support is if you if you're t- if you're not willing to be behind the take, fuck you. Yeah, it's like I am not chasing you down to go heal you. DPS, <laughs> you got past save point. Well, then just die. In in the words of Kit Boga, the immortal and fantastic Kit Boga, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> For me, one of the ways I've gotten into something in a very weird way. Wait, because like, I guess Overwatch is one of those things where it's like, it was a thing. And so yeah. everyone checked it out as a thing. And there's several of those throughout your life where like, oh, I tried this out. I liked it. And then the company ruined it. Take your pick of which one. Which one do you want that to be other than Overwatch? <sighs> There's so many. It's hard to choose. Yeah. 
But uh, I also got, I, I just remembered, I got like super into Persona, which has become a large part of my life because everyone, my friends would discourse about it. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is the fuss about? And so I did. And now here I am. And and now we're, you know, we've we've played one Persona Five spinoff, and now we're on to the next one. Yeah, we're so on to, we're on to Tactica this weekend. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I'm so excited, Joker. Especially because we've got a peak Morgana face. It, it, okay, the Morgana face is like the only thing I know about Tactica. I've kept myself kind of like willfully oblivious about it. I, I'm I'm mostly oblivious I, i've seen some stuff from it and i've listened to some of the music but i don't really count that because like the, the music means nothing until you hear but it in it's, context it's the platonic ideal of the morgana face yeah it's like mm. it's like he's his big eyes and he's his little three mouth <laughs> uh we're turning that into a reaction image between ourselves it's like instead of doing the eyes emoji if you post something that's really cool i'm just posting that like Oh hello! Oh, we need to we need to make that into into an icon that you can use in your Twitch chats. Oh, I need to. I should do that because I don't have any custom emotes, and that that should be definitely one of them. I'll figure out a way to do it. We're gonna change that. I'm changing that. Let's see what else. I got super into cyberpunk on a whim. Hmm. I think when you're an adult, you get into things really more out of whim. Yeah. Because now you have, like, the time to just be like, you know what, I'm going to, like, just get super into, like, random item. I'm just going to fuck around. <laughs> yeah. And find out. Let's see, anything yeah. else? Let me look at my... Like, my love of, like, Japanese cinema, and I mean cinema. <laughs> Real it, cinema. Capital C cinema. <laughs> it, capital C cinema here. That was college. That was a lot of college. Hmm. That's where I saw Getsu, uh, Throne of Blood. This is the reason why I've now watched Ikaru. N not because of because now I've already done the adventuring part. Uh, Ran. I like Ran. Uh, a, a lot of the works of Ozu. I remember I called some, a friend of mine out jokingly for being a fake Mizuguchi fangirl. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> well because we were having a conversation over discord and it was like she's like oh but it, it, i forget the exact context but i'm like ogetsu is mizuguchi you're a figure <laughs> you know as a joke of course like i guess i didn't actually do that she's like no i'm a fake mizuguchi fangirl <laughs> no as a, like a, you know joking reply guy moment <laughs> yeah uh Oh, that reminds me. We're gonna have to watch the new Scott Pilgrim stuff because that came out today. That's right. Oh, I I think we're we're obligated to. Yeah, we, we'll definitely watch that because like I've already been told it does some stuff different this time around. Hmm. So it's not a straight adaptation, which is interesting. Fascinating. Actually, that reminds because I remember I read Scott Pilgrim because I heard about the movie and I didn't see the movie, like a lot of people did in fairness surprise is surprise surprise there but i'm like oh i should read the comic and then i read all of it hmm 
That's really good, actually. If you haven't read Scott Pilgrim's uh, six-volume series of... It's not really volumes. I mean, it is, but it also isn't. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's very interesting. It's definitely, like, one of those, like, go into it knowing that it's, like, the main character's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the, the joke people have been saying is, Brandon and Leo O'Malley remakes this series with the sole express purpose of making sure you fuckers got the point this time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no for those those not understanding uh why it's just that uh the reason why i say it, they're not really volumes because when manga is made into a volume it's a collection of chapters because they're usually released like weekly or monthly because they're serialized in like uh like a book you can buy like a newspaper whereas like scott pilgrim was inspired by those things but came out as its own things one by one by one so it's not really six volumes as much as it's six books i think is probably more accurate i'd say so yeah it's 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 the books of pilgrim (laughs) (laughs) the books of pilgrim not what you think it's about i'm gonna start calling it that (laughs) oh please do that's funny that actually is a chance to catch on as a joke Like, you and I both know, like, that's the type of thing that actually can become a fan base joke. Because it's just weird enough for people to get it, but also think it's funny. True. But, yeah, it's it's an interesting series. It's a good series. Yeah. I, I really enjoy Scott Pilgrim. I've actually, it's one of those things that I, I think I've been able to, like, appreciate... Now that I, I'm a little older and it's like, I kind of get what they're talking about. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, there, actually, that's a really good question to like shift the conversation, this very unfocused conversation a bit more. Is there any mm-hmm. series that like you've gone back to? You're like, wow, I get this way more now. I mean, that's, that's definitely the big one. That, yeah, for me, and this one's much funnier, was I played, uh, knights of the old republic again in college Mm -hmm. and i'm like how did i beat this as a kid (laughs) because i had no idea what i was doing like i didn't understand like 10 year old strauss did not understand how (laughs) D &D worked and i didn't you were a baby <laughs> well no it wasn't just that because i never played D before like now i know how like stats work and how, what they affect and how these things work and what these things do i like put all my shit into strength and just kind of went from there <laughs> somehow i passed a lot of checks i managed to like not fuck up too bad and still romance bastila at the very end despite not really doing it as well as i could have did it much better better the second time <laughs> Oh yeah. I had two op- I only had one option to romance and thankfully it was not Karth. <laughs> I remember because uh the guy who plays Karth is also in Mass Effect and when I finally played Mass Effect I heard that voice and I'm like I am not. If you start talking about your kids, I am you letting son you die. Of a bitch. <laughs> it's like if you mention a kid that you already have, you're dead. <laughs> I'm not going through this <laughs> twice with you. <laughs> they are very different characters. Do not get me wrong. But like after the first time, I'm like, I do not want you to 
I do not want to deal with this shit twice in two different universes. No. No. Like, the first time is fine. The second time is like, no. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I... Anything else? You got any more weird, young, getting into things stories that you want to tell? Um... I got really into Ichi the Killer, like, early high school, because I, I was just at the point where, like, I, I'd been getting it really into, like, manga with elaborate men's fashion, if that makes any sense. Like, I, I was big into my Black Butler phase. I was big into, like, um, Subasa Reservoir Chronicles. And it's like, I want to see more anime dudes in cool clothes. And so I'm like, I'm Googling shit. And and I find this cool looking like and and it was it was from the Ichi the Killer movie. I find a picture of Kakihara, like cool blonde guy in a neat suit, and it's like, what's this? And and then and then I read the manga, and I'm like, huh. And I I kind of knew I shouldn't have read it at that age, but I did anyway. And I don't know, Kakihara is still like a, a very important character to me to this day so but it's just like i was just looking up clothes <laughs> i mean it makes sense sometimes all it is is a cool looking character and like that's enough but yeah that that was all it took to sell me on that uh, but yeah I mean, that's 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 the other one but... I mean, there, we could probably talk like a thousand hours about stuff that was just on tv as kids that he ended up watching because that, that's what was on the network. Toonami has so much influence on, Not just on Toonami, my... Like, we could probably talk about Codename Kids Next Door for speaking of... Oh, fuck yeah! We might have to do an episode on that. Yeah, we should. We really should. He was number one. He was number one, Joker. But, <laughs> but not in this case. <laughs> that's a different show. What's your favorite codenames kid next door character? Which which one of the of the five? Who who was number one? I thought number three was cool. She was like, you know, she was cute. She was super energetic. She was like funny and kind of weird. <laughs> Man, we really should have known each other in high school. My favorite was number four, because he was the dumb one. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh right, the one that becomes a couple. <laughs> but like an actual Yep. Uh, uh. But yeah, that this was this was a nice trip down memory lane. Yeah. It was it was nice kind of reminiscing on some of this old stuff. Man, I really miss Neopets. That's the thing I'm coming away from this with. I really miss playing Neopets. So good and Neopets are gone. <laughs> I forgot to read my Neopets. <laughs> that server's been down for like ten years. I don't care. <laughs> I need to feed them. You can't even feed yourself properly. I don't need you to judge me this way. You know what, Joker? I don't point out your faults. Alright, then do them. You don't feed me your fancy feast. That's not a fault. It is to me. Yeah, I... I don't know, I guess... 
to to close this out, Strauss, here's a question for yeah. you. Like, what's what's one thing that it's like if you hadn't stumbled across it kind of on your own, like you feel like maybe your life would be kind of in a different place. What's what's one really pivotal piece of media you discovered? Here's an easy one, and it's the reason why we're here. If it wasn't for Dynasty Wars, I would not be here right now. It's true. Like, that that one's an easy one. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. I yeah. wouldn't be here without it. I, same here. Dynasty Warriors, uh, we, we owe our friendship to it. We really do. Like, that's not a joke, people. We mean that. <laughs> Every time we say that, that is a real statement that is said with no irony. Thank you, Dynasty Warriors. Thank you, Dynasty Warriors. So, well, while we're here, I have an important statement, question to ask you, my friend. Yes, sir. How have you been watching? Well, I haven't been watching a lot, but I have been reading quite a bit. I got in like six books I've had on hold for a while, and that's really exciting. I've been reading Record of Ragnarok, which a friend of mine recommended to me, and it's basically like uh, the, the, the gods from all pantheons, from all beliefs across the world, versus the heroes of mankind. They have to have this big battle royale to determine whether or not the gods basically eliminate humanity and wipe the slate clean. Uh, cool art style. Reminds me a little bit of Helsing, kind of the way it's done. Mm -hmm. And it's just really neat. Uh, this round that I'm on right now is Heracles versus Jack the Ripper. And I'm actually kind of cheering for Jack the Ripper, which really surprised me. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But it's it's really good so far. I've really enjoyed it. That's That's the big thing I've been on. I'm on volume six right now. Yeah, that sounds fun. I've been... Um, uh... Uh, obviously, I've been playing the man who erased his name, mm -hmm. uh, following not Kiryu but Joryu. Totally Joryu. not Kiryu. <laughs> My favorite. Joryu, did say? I I I just love how everyone's like, "Oh, hey Kiryu!" It's like I'm not Kiryu. I'm Joryu. Obviously, Joryu. <laughs> I'm not Kiryu, and no one buys it. <laughs> Not not a single person buys it, and it's so funny. It's the one joke from this game that's great. I'm the man who erased his name, yet everyone still knows it's me because, I mean, look yeah, at Yeah, okay, Kiryu. Yeah. I just love how, like, everyone's like, I'm, I'm a different person. Everyone's like, no, you're not. Shut up. And what's your... What's your general feeling about the game so far? It's been pretty solid. Like, it's, I don't think it's that long, which I think is on purpose because it's meant to be, like, sort of a bridging between two games. Yes. And if that's going to be the case, I think that's totally fine. And you know what? I think that, that says one thing. We need, if you're going to have a franchise series, more small ones for in-betweeners is totally a fine thing to have. Yeah. Just, just let the people know. 
You don't need to have a bunch. It doesn't need to be a big long game. You could, it could just be a, it could be a little one. Just just a nice little kind of like order, like a little sorbet in between the bigger games. Yeah, especially because they've stated that A is going to be the longest one yet. I am both, and we are... <laughs> both of us are like, I love this, and also, oh no. <laughs> We we had the the developers of the game literally literally tell us like don't try to play this in one go you will make yourself unwell. I mean I don't think I physically can but that sounds like a challenge, sir. <laughs> Are you challenging me to a duel? But it does make me very excited for for the new game. <laughs> Yeah, because there's gonna be more going on. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, everything I've seen for Infinite Wealth has been. We've talked about Infinite. If you want to listen to us talk about our our at the time limited knowledge of Infinite Wealth, go back and uh, watch our episode on it where we had a look at. That was before the demo came out. I haven't touched the demo. Yeah. Yet. There's a demo now. Yeah, there's a demo in uh, the Man Who Erased His Name, which I am going to play once I'm done with the. Uh, the, the story parts of the man who erased his name because i that was very because like that that episode was recorded after like a lot just two live streams of them telling us a bunch of stuff and we were like oh hello curio has cancer and we were like oh no <laughs> that's the like the, the the biggest gut punch so i it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we're super, we're, we're very interested to see where this goes. We really are. Yeah. It's a man who will waste his name, but look, everyone knows who it is. I look forward to the future adventures of Mr. Kasuga Ichiban. Me too. And also the future adventure of, potentially last adventure of Kazuma Kiryu. Yeah. For I hope he finally is allowed to retire to his orphanage in Okinawa to raise his fucking kids like he wants to. Just I, let him rest. I, I just like this idea that this entire time it's like, Kiryu, what are you going to do? I'm going to help raise my grandson! <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Yeah, I'm I'm done. I've, 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 I've been wanting to do this before that kid was even born. <laughs> <laughs> and no one will leave me alone. <laughs> And sometimes the guys show up to be like, ah, look at, look at our kids. <laughs> look at our kids. Get him. And then Dojima go, and then Daigo goes, Kiryu, do you think my dad is not my dad? Probably. And that's uh, <laughs> all that everyone says. <laughs> that one's for you. <laughs> anyway, folks, we're going to say this is an episode. I hope you uh -huh. enjoyed it. And if you didn't, uh, comment on our thing. It drives up engagement, and we will not complain. Yes. We'll even answer you back. You say, I didn't like this episode. We'll say, well, sorry. <laughs> and do a different episode next time. In the meantime, you can uh, email us at skeletoncrewpodcast at gmail.com. No one ever does. But... If you have any things you'd like to see in future episodes, let us know. Yeah. Or you, you could tweet at us at uh, Autopsy Garland's Rosardo or 
Almighty Strauss for me. Also, same case with Blue Sky, except that's Uncle Death for you. Yes. And uh, you can come to our streams either Monday for Sardo, which is at Uncle Death, but spelled with a K. Hey, guess what? When this comes out, Sardo's going to be streaming, unless he states he's not. It's happened a couple times. That's... Yeah, and I'll, you know, if you come on, I take requests, I'll draw you something. Yeah. And then, hey, I stream Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and we'll be streaming at Persona 5 Tactica, because it just came out. Yeah. And if you want to see what the first episode is like, that, it's, it's in the VOD. Came out yesterday. <laughs> well, folks, uh, that's our episode. We'll be back again next week. I don't know. Something different. We shall see. We probably should have talked about Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> it feels a lot more relevant. And we might do it next uh, week. We'll get there. Well, folks, goodbye. Bye. We're going to go watch animals getting groomed. <laughs> we are. It's true. We're going to watch Girl with the Dogs. Yeah. It's good stuff. Goodbye. Again. <laughs> <laughs>